Okay. All right, guys. Uh, Julian Hammond, the third, and Tristan Dasilva. Go ahead and open it up for questions. Tristan, did uh, the outside shots set up the drives and the inside shots, or did the inside shots and the drives set up the outside? <laughs> uh, I think it goes both ways. Um, you know, if, if you're able to, to hit from deep, then uh, people got to respect that. You know, opens up opportunities, but also the other way around, you know, if people got to respect the drive, then you get more open shots. When was the last time you felt in that good of a groove, especially in the second half? Just felt like everything you wanted to do offensively was working for you? Uh, I mean, yeah, felt good. I don't, I don't really know when the last time was, but, uh, you know, I felt, felt great. Uh, teammates gave me the ball uh, a lot of times, um, put me in position to, to score, to, to be aggressive. Um, finally made some, some free throws and threes, so uh, that felt good. And, um, yeah, I mean, great great team effort. Julia, Tristan, both. Are, this team's, the perception of this team is you're maddening, maddeningly inconsistent, up and down. Do you agree with that? How, how do you combat that? How do you get into high gear all the time? I mean, like, we've seen it that we can play with whoever. But we just have nights that are off, and we know that that's a focus for us now. That because when we're playing good and we're playing hard and with energy, like we're capable of beating anybody. But we've had too many nights where we come in flat with no energy and let our like offense dictate our game. So we're just trying to get past that and work on uh, having on having good energy every night. For both of you, uh, yeah. I mean, um, I feel like you see it. Um, Overall, maybe maybe not from the record itself, but from the wins and losses that we've had. Um, really good games uh, and really really tough losses for us. So, I mean, that's that's been an issue for us the whole the whole uh, season so far, um, and that's where we got to get back into you know being consistent, getting in the rhythm, and, and, and making sure that we do the stuff that we can control, um, and uh, yeah, play with maximum energy and effort, and, and give it a hundred percent. 100% of the time, um, that's what it comes down to for us. For both of you, uh, what was the difference between giving up 80 on Saturday to Cal and only 41 tonight to Oregon? Energy for sure, because we came out flat against Cal, and we like we just we just weren't focused from the start. I would say, and I feel like tonight we came out a lot of energy talking, and we knew what we had to do to uh, win this game tonight. Yeah, I was also say. Uh, you know, taking collective pride and individual pride on defense. Um, you know, guarding the ball and, and helping each other out in the gaps and, and on the boards. Um, and I mean, it showed today. Uh, you all talked about the, the energy and that personal pride on the defensive end there. I mean, how much of the past four or five days in practice, how much of a focus was like, how much of that's in Coach Wilde, the assistants were really trying to drill on y'all? Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely a main focus. We. We uh we were focused on defense all week because we know that like if we if we defend our offense will come and it'll be fine. But we just like we practiced a lot on our defense this week and just intensity and physicality on defense too. Not getting soft on the ball, not getting not being soft getting through screens and stuff like that. So that was important. Julian, you had your next 16 points. Uh, you had 11 against Northern Colorado and Southern Utah. Did it feel like you were just kind of building up to this level of play? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I mean. I mean, I've had some games where, where I've showed games where I've played good, but 
I just come out here every night and try to do what I can do to help us win, really. So, and today, you know, I scored 16 points, and either way, it doesn't really matter to me how much I score. It's just as long as we, uh, as long as we're uh, winning games. Joey, when did you find out you were going to be starting tonight? Uh, I kind of knew all week, just because, just because, you know, KJ had KJ had been hurt, and so so he like didn't really practice. So I just I was ready to go. You started some games last season at the end of the year. Does it take a different mentality when you're in that role? Um, I would say it takes a different uh, mentality, but it's just it's a it's like a little bit, a little bit bigger of a role because you because you can't come out flat. Like you want to start the game off with energy and effort and and pick the pace up. So I feel like that was the most uh, important thing. For you guys, for both either of you guys, Will Richardson and Fale Dante, obviously they're two main guys, you hold them to combine seven points. I mean, what does that just say about what you guys are capable of on any given night defensively, just taking away a team's two best offensive weapons? Yeah, I mean, essentially it comes down to, uh, you know, locking into the scouting report, knowing uh, knowing how to defend, knowing how to how to guard your opponent, and then uh, putting in the work and, and practice and, you know, relying on your teammates to, to do the right thing too. Um, yeah. Um, also defensively, uh, this holding Oregon, I think one for 14 from three. I know you guys have struggled defending uh, from three point land at times this season. Just has that been kind of a bigger focus for you recently? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we just we just want to contest every three. Don't give them any uh, open ones. Even even if it's late and we're gonna run out there, we just want to get a hand up because it affects the shot regardless. So it's been a focus to not to, to not give teams anything like just open, and it worked tonight. I think both of you guys touched on it a little bit, but with uh, KJ being out today, any added pressure as far as stepping up in the scoring department like you guys did tonight? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, we all have confidence in each other uh, offensively. You know, we got a lot of talented guys on our on our squad. Um, I mean, he's he is our leading scorer, that's for sure um, on on the average. Um, but you know, when 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 KJ's out, I feel like we um, you know we gotta we gotta rely on each other even more, uh, share the ball more, uh, play together, and uh, make sure that we get the best shot for our team. Um, and that's you know that can be anybody on the team. Okay, anything else for the players? All right, appreciate y'all. Well, I don't want to show my ignorance. And some of you that probably followed us said I, I probably shouldn't open my mouth up there. But Jekyll and Hyde, this team. And I've never seen the movie. I've never read the book. I know one's good, one's bad. Like, it's total polar opposites. And that's what this team is right now. We're Jekyll and Hyde. And I don't know if we were Jekyll on Saturday against Cal and Hyde tonight or Hyde and Jekyll. But um, this is how we have to play. Uh, defensively, night in, night out. Not that we're going to hold everybody to what we held Oregon to. It wasn't their best night. There's no doubt about that. But I think we had something to do with it. And I could tell from the get-go we were locked in defensively. Told the team at shoot-around, the team that rebounds the ball uh, better tonight is, I think, going to be the team that wins. And that was us. And, and, and I think the score showed that. So really, really proud of their effort on the boards because Oregon's a good rebounding team. They came in here averaging – 12 offensive rebounds a game. They had two at halftime. And, uh, you know, they had 17 uh, against Oregon State. They had 22 the game before that. So they, 
they're a team that you better get a body on them. It's a physical, and they're they're tall, they're long. So really proud of our guys. Um, we got We got to build on this. That's that's the key. And it's, it's, the time is now. November's done. December's done. You know, uh, we got Oregon State coming in here on Saturday. We got to build uh, from the Oregon game as we go into Oregon State. Is the inconsistency you referred to more on the defensive end, in your opinion, or the offensive? Yes, yeah, it's, it's look the 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 nature of college basketball offensively. These guys are not NBA players, and so the offense is going to come some nights. Sandy is going to go. Like the jump shots are going to come and they're going to go. The the free throws you're going to make some nights. You're not going to make them other nights. So I think every college basketball team, for the most part, and there's a, there's a few exceptions, are going to be inconsistent offensively. Is, is this The key is we're getting great shots. You know, we're not turning the ball over. We did a great job in the first half not turning over. Not, not such a good job in the second half. But the inconsistencies with this team, this 2022-23 CU team, has been on the defensive end. And uh, when we have shown it and we have done it, we've, we can beat anybody. You know, I'm telling you, Tennessee is a really good team. And we caught them at the right time. There's no doubt about that. But this team, that's how good we can be when we lock in. And we did it without our leading score. I mean, that's, I mean, going into this game, I'm like, holy cow, we can score enough points to beat these guys. But our defense is so good, I don't have to worry about it. With that defense, uh, Neek took the lead. Yes, Will Richardson. He did. Um, yeah. Other guys helped out, but what was the key there in shutting him down? Yeah, I think um, using length and you know he got us off the off the floor a few times with this. He's a great shot fake guy, and he kind of jumps into you and gets. He's really good at getting the foul line. But you know the the big thing with Will Richardson playing at altitude, we wanted to get the pace of the game going because he played 40 minutes the other night. Did not come out of the game uh, tonight. He he didn't play 40, but. He normally plays, you know, 36-plus. You could tell in the first half he was grabbing his hips. He was, he was sucking air. So, again, that's what altitude does. That's why we want to play fast. Neek did a great job on him uh, for the most part. You know, we had Tristan on him at times. Uh, and a Julian on him. Everybody that was on him. Ruff was on him a few times. So, um, the whole defensive effort tonight, uh, and Will Richards is a big part of that team, was fantastic. Is that as good a game as you've gotten out of Tristan since he's come along? You know, he's had some good games. He had, you know, he had 25 and 27 back to back a few weeks ago. Now coming off the Bay Area trip, he was not he was not real good offensively or defensively. But tonight, defensively, he was fantastic. Got his hands on balls. Again, he he can he's a guy that can guard Will Richardson, who's a point guard, and he caught, can guard on Folly Dante, who's a five man. I mean, to have a defensive guy like that, holy cow! And uh, you know, Lawson obviously gives us great. Defensive minutes, um, but when he goes out of the game, Tristan or Javon Hadley has to go to one of their big guys, and they're they're battlers. So I was really proud of Tristan on both ends of the floor. Everybody looks at 30 points, which is great, but his defense was just as good as his offense. For edification, uh, Doctor Jekyll is the good guy. He's a good. Okay. Hyde is the bad guy. Uh, we were Jekyll tonight, thank you. so Hyde's yeah. See, that's why I need people like you to keep me straight. <laughs> No, I'm just a basketball coach. You talked about rebounding being a key. How big of a boost is it when Luke O'Brien's in? Oh, man, yeah, Luke's minutes off the bench were key. I mean, the energy he gave us. You know, one of the things offensively we talked about against Oregon, and they, I don't know how many block shots they had tonight. They had, it looks like they had six. But, you know, you get the ball in the paint, and they got Ware in there who's a seven-foot or seven-one or whatever he is, and, and Dante, they can really block shots. One of the keys tonight 
for us was finishing in the lane. And it might be over the big or around the big, or it might be coming to two feet, shot fake, get him in the air. It might be kicking it out for a three-point shooter. Luke O'Brien finished tonight. He did a great job of finishing at the rim, uh, made some nice passes, but the energy he played with um, on the glass especially, that's what Luke does and that's what Luke brings. He's, you know, he was playing really, really well. He has 11 rebounds tonight. I mean, he was playing really well um, a couple weeks ago and, and then he you know, got hurt a little bit uh, and then missed a couple games, but it's really good to have him back. He was key tonight. Um, with Luke O'Brien, do you see his role in the team kind of shifting more and more into being like a post player? Well, Luke's the great thing about Luke, much like Tristan, is his versatility. He can play and guard the post. At the end there, he was guarding Khalil Ware. He fronted him, he got a steal. Like, so, you know, he's not a five man, he's not a post guy, but he can guard. If you can guard post guys, and then you got the ability to shoot the ball like Luke does and put the ball on the floor and attack closeouts. He becomes a matchup problem for opposing teams. So to have guys like him and Tristan, who are so versatile offensively and defensively, really makes our team uh, hard to guard, and it gives us great versatility defensively as well. Julian Hamlin getting that effort from, from yeah. Julian uh, in a spot start. Uh, yep. How big was that tonight? And, and do you big. think he'll get KJ back? On it was huge. Yeah, no, it was, it was huge. Julian was uh, stepped up. I thought Javon Ruffin played well. You know, both those guys. You know, Pat, we've, we've, we've got a culture in this program. And, and part of the culture is it's about the team. It's not about the individual. Uh, part of the culture is practice matters. Um, and this is not an indictment on KJ whatsoever. But, you know, Monday, we had Sunday off. Monday he didn't practice. His ankle was still a little sore from uh, the Cal game. Uh, Tuesday, he woke up. He was sick as a dog, came in, saw the trainer. The trainer sent him home. Wednesday, he was feeling uh, still under the weather, wasn't able to practice. So he doesn't practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And our guys practiced hard. I, I put them through, especially Monday and Tuesday. We got after it. So not that I didn't want to. I wanted to play KJ tonight, but I just felt like the right thing to do for the guys that practiced hard is they deserve to play. Not that KJ doesn't deserve to play, because KJ, KJ was, there's nothing, and I explained that to him, talked to him about that, and the thing I really appreciate about KJ is he handled it so well, and he was encouraging his teammates, he was energetic on the bench, and he will be back Saturday. He was feeling a lot better today, probably could have played tonight, but again, I just felt like uh, those other guys really deserved it, because I'm telling you, Monday and Tuesday's practice was, it wasn't fun for them. With Julian, he obviously hit the three to start. Do you, yeah. uh, do you think that helped him settle in at all? I mean, he started last year at the yeah. end, but it seemed like that yeah. really kind of got No, I up. think, you know, anytime you make your first shot, it's, it's always a good thing. Kind of get your juices flowing, get your confidence going. Julian's a good shooter. You know, we got some good shooting guards. So it was nice to see that first one go in for him and for, for us, quite frankly. So, because um, confidence is so important. And Ju Julian's, you know, he's a good player. And right now, you know, he's playing obviously behind KJ. Um, KJ's a hell of a player, but uh, Julian's important to this team because you know, he can play. Obviously, he can give KJ a break when he needs a break, but he also can you know, come in and play with KJ, play off the ball a little bit because he can't shoot the ball.
You had said that you guys got after it in practice the past several days. What does getting after it look like? What, well, it, it, it's making it competitive and making there's, there's you know, consequences for uh, losing in a drill. There's consequences for winning. Winning, you know, the consequence for winning is you go get some water and catch your breath. The other guys get on the line and run a little bit. So, you know, they need to understand, like, there's, when you do what you're supposed to do, you get rewarded. And you don't, it's, you know, there's a, there's a penalty that comes with it. And we started from the very beginning, playing the ball, jumping to the ball, seeing man and ball with vision, guarding the ball one-on-one. -on -one. We had a lot of competition guarding the ball one-on-one. -on -one. Digging on the post, stunting off the digger, stunting off the guy in the corner, getting through screens, down screens, flare screens, ball screens, into one-on-one. -on -one. So it was a lot of defensive stuff. Then we went four-on-four, -four. shell drill, help the helper. Then we went four-on-four -four live. Then we went five-on-five. So everything was just kind of a gradual, let's start from the basics and hour 45 minutes into practice, guess what? We're done with defense. Now we can work on a little offense. Because these guys like to work on offense. They don't like to work on defense. So they responded. And I think they showed tonight great discipline on the drive. We fouled a little bit too much you know, on the drives, but I was really pleased with our effort and intensity. And they, you want your team to respond when you get on them. And this team does. And every one of them. Even, even a guy like KJ, so I said, KJ, man, you can't. I'm not going to play it tonight. Coach, I got you. You know, he's, they're so damn coachable. And he, but it, it'll be good to get him back and have this kind of intensity and effort on the defensive end and rebound the ball like we did tonight. And it's not going to be like this every night. You know, there's going to be teams that play better. This was not Oregon's best game. Let's not, you know, take anything away from them. But we're going to get a better effort from them, I'm sure, when we're up in Eugene in a couple of weeks. So. How impressed were you with the mentality of your team tonight? Especially, it seemed like it was a frustrating whistle at times. Guys getting in foul trouble, and with a short bench, that can get even yeah. more challenging. How impressed with you, their ability to kind of stick with it in the second half there? Very much so. I thought we showed great maturity, you know, and, you know, my coaching staff, everybody, you know, I think it was seven or eight fouls to one in the first half. Like, I didn't mention one thing to the officials about that. I just, you know, uh, they're officiating the game, play after play after play, so... Um, it, it wasn't about that. It's about controlling what you can control. And our guys did a really, really good job of that. And I think sometimes when I bitch as a coach, then the players start to bitch. And that's what I, try, I really tried not to do that. I'm going to stand up for our guys when I think, you know, they messed a call. But that didn't mean I, I can't bitch and bitch and bitch. I think, you know, i got to coach my team. So that's i got to be reminded of that sometimes. Okay, one last one for Coach, if anyone has one. Coach, what does Boston have to do to be more impactful on the offensive end? Yeah, he's going to be fine. He just needs to finish when he's at the rim. You know, on our pick and rolls, I told our guards, we're giving it to him a little bit further out, you know, like on the charge he got. Like, if we can get downhill and engage his man and make his man guard the guard and now dump it off to him when he's close to the rim, he can finish and dunk. We're giving the ball to Lawson too far off. And he got a charge one time. Other times he got stripped. Lawson's going to be fine. I'm telling you. He's going to be offensively right now. He's a work in progress. He knows that. I know that. Coaches know that. Fans know that. But defensively, he gives us great minutes. And, uh, you know, I've talked to Lawson a lot. I talked to Neek a lot this week. Um, a lot of our guys about body language. You know, when things don't go well, you don't get your head down, your shoulders don't slump. 
Lawson did a great job of that tonight. He's going to be fine. Okay? He just needs to get the ball in the right areas. and He's a good passer. He's a willing passer. And uh, I thought he played well tonight. He just needs to finish a little bit better when he does get around the rim. And he will. I promise you, he will. Okay. Thank you.